Alperin, Shangoon, and Jalen Green become the youngest duo in NBA history to each record 30 plus points and 10 plus rebounds in the same game as the Rockets stomp the Lakers 135 to 119. Let's talk about it. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of Summit State of Mind, presented to you by the Apollo Podcast Network and powered by Big City Wings. In this episode, we are going to discuss and review Rockets versus Lakers. We're going to talk about Alperin, Shangun, and Jalen Green becoming the youngest duo in NBA history to record 30 and 10 in a game. We're going to talk about Cam Whitmore hooping like a stud. And of course, we're going to preview Rockets versus pelicans once again i'm your host kenny aka the commish welcome in to another episode of summit state of mind let's open it up right now with question of the night will alperin shangun be an all-star reserve that's right in uh houston time on thursday at 6 p.m on tnt they're going to announce who the all-star reserves are going to be not injury replacements just yet but they're going to announce the all-star reserves so be sure to tune in it's going to be at six o'clock we're actually going to be recording also in studio that night you may legit get a live reaction from that if everyone can get into the studio on time but if not we are definitely going to make sure to review whether or not Alperin Shangun does make it into the all-star game as a reserve drop it right now on YouTube will Alperin Shangun be selected to the all-star reserve game uh drop it right now in the comments on YouTube curious to see what each and every one of y'all might think Excuse me. Let's go ahead and review Rockets versus Lakers. Okay, first of all, first of all, let's just set the table right now because the Lakers are now, well, they were the ninth seed going into the game versus the Rockets where, you know, this is where every game is really starting to matter now and you're starting to kind of see and, and kind of feel where each... Uh, where each win and loss really starts to matter. In fact, this game was so important to Darvin Ham and the Los Angeles Lakers that they chose to play Anthony Davis and LeBron James on a back-to-back. So basically what it means is that for injury maintenance sake, and especially because of LeBron, because he's getting uh, so up there in age, they decided to play this game against us because they really well one they really needed the win two they were two games ahead of us so if they you know if they win it stretches out the margin for error becomes even larger for them and it you know becomes minuscule for us so obviously I can see why they decided uh, to play LeBron and Anthony Davis in a big a big playoff implication game against the Houston Rockets who are uh nip and tuck and kind of nipping at the heels of this uh of this Los Angeles Lakers team as well as the Utah Jazz team however Oh my goodness, the Houston Rockets dropped a shellacking, none of it mattered because the Rockets came in and did work, 135 to 119, the game was never truly close, I mean, they scored 42 points in the first quarter, Cam Whitmore was an absolute stud, especially in the first half, 
just an auto bucket. Um, I want to talk about and talk about him in uh, um, several segments from now. However, you can't, you just can't come in here. You can't come to Houston and think that you're just going to get a victory. And I can see why LeBron and AD wanted to play. That I do understand because they, like I said earlier, they wanted that margin for error. However, this is a Rockets team that's hungry. This is a Rockets team that, you know, they're starting to get healthy. Shoutouts to Jabari Smith Jr., my son, who returned for his first game back after after that sprained ankle. You knew he had this game marked on his calendar. So the fact that the Lakers came into Houston and Houston was kind of able to to bring back the the brand of basketball in which they play. They got away from it in the fourth quarter. They really did. They got a little lackadaisical. They stretched up the lead to as far as 30. However, the Lakers did end up storming back, which I I kind of expected at this point. Darvin Ham didn't pull the trigger on putting the white flag and putting the reserves in. They kept LeBron in for as long as possible. AD actually wasn't even closing the game because they found it to be more effective. And that's the crazy thing about this game is that even though it got close, it got to as close as 10 at one point in the fourth quarter, was there a Rockets' ability to continue to stretch the lead in big buckets and getting huge, monumental stops? It's these wins that will ultimately decide whether or not the Rockets are going to be a play-in team. I mean, this isn't a game against the number one seed Timberwolves. This is not a game against the number, you know, the number four, number five seed. You're going against, you know, teams that you're essentially got to knock out. I mean, that's let's uh, call a spade a spade here. You have to knock out out of the Lakers, who are the ninth seed, the Jazz, who are the tenth seed, the Rockets, who are the eleventh seed. You have to knock out one of those teams to get a chance to be in the play-in. So that's what made this game just huge. Let's talk about it right now. As they went into this huge game under huge implications with the improvement of Jalen Green, who has been a stud these past three-plus games. It continues. He loves playing against the Lakers. It continued on once again, transition right into our Alper and Shangun and Jalen Green talk. Ladies and gentlemen, the youngest duo in NBA history to get 30-plus points, to get 10-plus rebounds in the same game at 21 years old apiece. I mean, what are we doing? This is exactly what you wanted, and they played the game to an absolute T. They were playing like they wanted it. They set the table. I mean, for goodness sakes, Fred Van Vliet didn't even, I mean, he only had, he he was he was basically, he didn't have a single bucket. He had three points. He had 14 assists, fantastic. But who were the catalysts to get them going? Who were the leaders? Who took the reins when they needed it? Jalen Green, and Alperin Shangun. That's why they're here. This is why you invested into these two players. You spent draft stock to get these guys. And they absolutely proved it. You love 
to see it. Stat line check real quick. Alperin Shingun, and you can also look at it on it to the right of my screen. We will have stats up from the game. Alperin Shingun, 31 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 14 of 23 from the floor. Oh my goodness. Jalen Green, 34 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 12 of 23 from the field. They both shot above 50% efficient play. And they were able to carry the Rockets to victory. And the crazy thing is... The crazy thing about all of this is that Alperin Shangun, the pick and roll, the bread and butter pick and roll that Fred Van Vliet and Alperin Shangun does, and they continued it this game as well. Hence why Fred Van Vliet has 14 assists. But it's more than just that. I think what I believe is, is that Alperin Shangun and Jalen Green work with this type of synergy where Alperin Shangun feels almost empowered to a degree when he sees his star, you know, his potential, maybe, possibly, a star shooting guard in the making in a Jalen Green play well. I mean, you're talking ultra-aggressive from the start of the game. That that type of aggressiveness... Uh, aggressive, aggressiveness. I sounded like Dusty Rhodes for a second. The aggressiveness that he plays with that he can have, that he can turn on the Mamba mentality. That's the only way this guy can play. This is Jalen Green's brand of basketball. Attacking the basket. Uh, pick and roll offense. Cutting to the rim. Hit, shooting the ball with precision and confidence. You saw so much of that during this game. You know, you can't... You rewind the clock... From the past, for most of the season, and Jalen Green has been inconsistent. You're finally seeing a pattern of consistent basketball that the guy is playing, and it's actually he's playing well. This is second straight double double. It's so crazy. And shout outs one time to one Emir Udoka, the head coach of the Houston Rockets, who said that they literally pulled him to the side, brought him to the film room, and showed him where he can improve on the rebounding game. That Jalen Green is willing to take that that help and that uh, cri criticism and find out a way to be more helpful. He said, hey, look, look at this film. You're standing around. You are, you're 6'5", 6'6". You have the wingspan of 6'9", 6'10". You have the body for it. Get in there. Get some boards. And Jalen Green hearkened to the call, and he's finally playing at the level from which we expected from the beginning of the season. And that is why a lot of people have had, you know, uh, the, 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 the target bullseye on his back because everyone was expecting the third-year leap of Jalen Green that ended up becoming a third-year leap from an Alperin Shangun. And you're talking absolute clutch. Let's talk about Alperin Shangun as I move the mic. We keep talking about Jalen Green. Let's talk about Alperin Shangun. What impressed me the most, and, and I dropped the stat line, 30-plus points, I mean, that's, let's be honest, that's Alperin Shangun basketball. He's a, he's a star. Like, we know this. All my listeners know this. Shout-outs to my listeners in Turkey once again that continue to listen and support us. You know, I know y'all. I see y'all. Thank you so much. We know what this is. I know he can score. Where did he shine the most? Defense. On Anthony Davis. 
I mean, Anthony Davis had 23 points. He shot 10 of 20. So, I mean, by all accounts and purposes, it was efficient by, you know, 50% shooting percentage. But more than that, you have to watch. If you just look at stats, it looked like he played decently. No, Alperin Shingun essentially removed Anthony Davis from the game. There were so many plays. You know, there was probably three or four consecutive plays in the second quarter where Anthony Davis tried to back it down and Alperin Shingun. Couldn't move him. It ended up being a contested fadeaway, a contested hook shot about 15 feet, 10 feet from the rim that are pretty, I mean, Anthony Davis can make those. Those are Anthony Davis-like shots, but he never looked comfortable. Like, he never looked comfortable. Alperin Shingun didn't let, he didn't allow Anthony Davis, who's one of the best bigs in the game, still one of the best bigs when he's healthy, keyword, and got him to be uncomfortable. AD did not get into a rhythm last night. He could not get comfortable because of Alperin Shangun's outstanding defense. And I don't think he will ever get enough love against that. And it's crazy, too, because when he plays against the stars, Alperin Shangun, he heeds the call. I mean, I know if you look at the stats, Jokic, you know, has uh, 30 and 20, da-da-da. Like, I get that. But the way that Alperin Shangun kind of comes out and tries to make his mark on defense and tries his best but this game in particular he absolutely uh took down anthony davis a guy that could easily you know maybe two years ago would have dropped 30 plus on alperin shangun this is proof that he is continually continually improving his game that we are seeing things that are happening you know behind the scenes uh during practices outside of practices in the film room that we're not aware of this was a huge, monumental task for Alperin Shingun to play against an Anthony Davis, one of the best bigs in the NBA, and he's been that way for a long time now. You know, he's a 12-year, 13-year vet. And the fact that he didn't just come in, he, he saw Anthony Davis coming to the Toyota Center, and he said, no, no, I'm going to put a stop to this. I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop 31 points. I'm going to be the one that's going to, you know, make you play defense. Played it so hard that AD was a non-factor. They didn't even put him in in the fourth. They barely did. And I don't even want to talk about Christian Wood. Another non-factor in the equation as well. I don't think Alperin Shangun's getting enough love, guys, in terms of his defense. Freaking phenomenal. And it rounds out this segment with me saying, two of the youngest players in NBA history together as a duo in one game, same game, 30-plus points, 10-plus rebounds. It is now forever in the history books as Alperin Shangun and Jalen Green, your current Houston Rockets. Shout-outs to them. Let's go ahead and move on now. I do want to talk about talk about consider, you know giving flowers if Jalen Green and Alperin Shangun were the engine getting them going. Let's talk about one Cam Whitmore. Oh, my gosh. Talk about someone who's grown right before our eyes. Excuse me. He had 20 points, 6 rebounds, 7 of 12 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, 4 of 6 from the free throw line, a plus 11 from the floor. Cam Whitmore, welcome to the NBA. This dude was the number 20 overall pick. Before he came in, 
to the NBA before when he was in the 20, they're talking about the 2023 draft. He was touted as a top five. And for whatever reason, it was a medical issues, a bad interview or whatever. He was not selected, dropped all the way to 20. Can you believe it? Project player. I mean, I'm guilty of saying this. Play, play in the G League. We'll see where he is. I don't know. You know, I know he's talented as hell, but let's see what happens. He is coming in and he is forcing Ime's hand. I love it. You have a guy that's a dog. That's not afraid to shoot the ball. Let's talk about, if we're talking about it, let's talk about the nine points. He scored nine points in like 80 seconds. That is insane. It's like three dunks and a three-point ball. I think I can count. Yeah, three. Yeah, he had three dunks on consecutive uh, plays and a three-point shot. Like, this guy's not afraid to hoop. He's not afraid to pass the ball. And for people that are saying, oh, he doesn't pass the ball, da-da-da. <clears throat> He's not here to pass the ball. What is the one offensive liability on this Rockets team right now currently? Like, as the totality. It's three-point shooting. We just do not have good enough three-point shooting. Consistent snipers from three. The J.J. Reddicks, they're just not here. You know what I mean? The Clay Thompsons of the world, they're just not, they're not donning a Rocket uniform right now. They needed someone that can come in and step up and is not afraid to get dirty, afraid to put on the hard hat and do the work and get buckets. Cam Whitmore's doing that. In fact, there was one play where he lost the ball midway. LeBron's in front of him, gets the ball back, lays it up, hands the ball directly to LeBron. The disrespect, the disrespect. I loved it. Cam Whitmore straight up basically said, I don't care that you're a LeBron James. You could be LeBron James. You could be Darko Milicic. I don't give a crap who you are. I'm going to get my bucket no matter what. And I love that. It's it's such a old school Hooper's mentality. Like, Cam Whitmore is the guy that you find at the YMCA that just enjoys hooping. That is what Cam Whitmore is. And I love the fearlessness, which I talked about the past couple episodes ago, that it is continuing to grow. This is confidence-based. And I just cannot wait until Tari Eason comes back and we get Tari Eason and Cam Whitmore off the bench. Maybe the new Bash brothers have entered the building here? I think we may see something. You got some dogs coming off that bench. And if it's catapulted by the fact that Tari Eason returns and you get those two guys on your front line on the bench, one that can get play defense, hard-nosed basketball, can get steals, can play solid D, and you got another one that's not afraid to shoot the ball, be a sniper from the three-point line, attack the rim at will, If this team, if Tari comes back and the team stays healthy, relatively healthy, and the Rockets make a, a solid trade or two, guys, we're like three and a half games from the, like, from the sixth seed. Like, it's not major. Like, we are, I mean, I can look at it right now. We, we, yeah, we're, f- well, from the sixth seed, sorry, I was looking at the seventh seed. From the sixth seed, we're four and a half back. The floor might just be the play-in. Let's get selfish. The team is starting to re- reconfigure what they are. 
because finally Ime Udoka is being caught up. They're finally catching up to Ime's scheme. So now Ime has to counter, which I've said in past episodes. He's finding a way to counter. And it's ultimately led to this huge victory for every win that's going to matter, especially with the team that you are trying to knock out currently in this LA Lakers team. Like I said, to make the play-in, a team's got to go down. The Rockets are in the hunt. They got to take a team out. Maybe it's the Lakers. Maybe this is the game where Darvin Ham gets fired. I don't know. Happened in Milwaukee. They cite the game that we stomped Milwaukee and Giannis was upset and ended up getting Adrian Griffin fired. So maybe this, maybe this is it. Maybe this is it for them. I frankly don't care. The Rockets shellacked the Lakers in a huge win. Shout, I, I mean, shout outs also. Sorry, I want to, I got to give my flowers to certain players, but shout outs to Jabari Smith Jr. Once again, returning from injury, efficient eight of 13. That's my son. He does work. That's what he does. He's a hard hat type of player. And they made it a point to give him the ball and let him cook on the mid range. Thank you. Absolutely killed it. Um, the game just flows better when Jabari's on the floor. And I think Alperin Shangoon needs that. He can't just lean on a, on a Jay Sean Tate who's, he's, He's good, but he's 6'6". Six, six. Can't lean on a Jeff Green because Jeff Green's in his late 30s. You need someone young, spry, basically, you know, 6'11", 7-foot-plus wingspan. Jabari Smith Jr. helps alleviate a lot of tension off of Alper and Shangun. So we're really happy to see Jabari Smith. That's why, as these players get back to being healthy, I expect the Rockets to start going on a little win streak here. And it may start. It may start. Shouts to Dylan Brooks once again for getting under the skin of LeBron James. They are, it's a tale as old as time, man. I, you know what? If, if we get the Lakers in the play-in, oh, the storylines. Come on, Anthony Davis versus Operan Shangun in the playoff atmosphere? LeBron versus Dylan once again in the playoffs? Dylan with the chance for revenge? <sighs> Jalen Green getting an opportunity to finally play in playoff basketball along with Jabari Smith Jr.? Fred Van Vliet, the NBA champion, trying to bring his guys, Jeff Green, NBA champion, trying to bring this new regime to higher heights. You know, take him to La La Land. Welcome to Rockets World. Start taking over. Maybe get a win. I mean, come on, the story writes itself. We may very well see the LA Lakers in the play-in. And if it is, oh my goodness, I want to see that just for storyline purposes alone let's go ahead and <laughs> move on now let's preview uh rockets versus pelicans look the pelicans are currently the eighth seed 26 and 21 they're a good team they're playing good basketball right now i mean they're relatively healthy they're playing at a, at a strong pace they just lost to the celtics yesterday but I mean, Brandon Ingram is, you know, Brandon Ingram is playing like a stud. Zion Williamson is is relatively healthy right now. CJ McCollum's there. The players are healthy, so I fully expect this to be a war. Um, but we're playing in Houston, thank goodness. Uh, we should cross fingers, get a win. Every game is gonna matter from here on in. So, real quick, I'll drop my three keys. Uh, key number one: just continue to play that hard nosed defense. I mean, you're reconfiguring your identity now. Excuse me. You know that you're a good team. You know that what you bring to the table is 
that identity of playing that hard nose Rockets basketball, that that brand of basketball that you're used to. They kind of let it get away from them in the fourth quarter against the Lakers where they kind of got lackadaisical on defense. But the first three quarters, they made it a point to kind of show, kind of reintroduce, you know, shouts to Jay-Z, allow me to reintroduce myself to the world at large, letting them know that this team still plays pretty gritty and great defense. So I want defense on one. Um, point number two, uh, they got, they have to get, uh, Jalen and Alperin Shangun going. I want to see the young three, the young trio, uh, put Jabari Smith into that equation, um, of just getting, you know, high octane buckets, uh, not being afraid. These, these three have been playing phenomenally. I mean, uh, Jabari Smith only played that one game, but re as of late, I mean, they've been playing phenomenal. So I want to see and make sure that those three continue to play at that, at that high level that we all know that they can play in. I'm not tripping. I know Opera and Shingun will get his, but Jalen Green continuing to play upon that, you know, continuing to gain that confidence and, and be that shooting guard we all know he's capable of being. And for Jabari Smith to continue to climb that ladder of uh, getting to that respectability, especially coming off that injury. And uh, point number three, and this is actually going to sound a little silly, and I've never, ever, ever said this as a key, but honestly, I kind of want Fred to shoot a little less. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, is a he. I love Fred as a point guard, but he does have questionable shot selection. So I do want less shooting on Fred VanVleet. You know, unless it's a wide open shot, wide open three, take it. But I mean, get everybody else cooking, man. I mean, you've been dropping double, you know, close to double doubles with you know double digit assists. Get everybody else going, man. You're the point guard. That's why you're here. So I look forward to that. Um, if all three keys can go accordingly, uh, I predict that the Rockets uh, will get the win here. Hmm. Let's throw out a score. I'm going to say, since you're, this Pelicans team plays phenomenal on the offensive end, um, especially with all three healthy, I'm going to say 121 to 115. Rockets get the win. Rockets knock out the Pelicans, get a little uh, win streak going, more home cooking in Toyota Center, and you're looking at the start of something really, really good brewing in Houston. Maybe make another trade, and whoo! What an exciting time to be a Rockets fan. So, you know what? We're going to hope and see that all of that goes down. Let's get ready to go home here. But before I do, obviously, shout-outs one time to Big City Wings. That's right. Houston's wing joint, Apollo's wing joint. Recording this on a Tuesday. That's right. Tuesday, two for Tuesday. The best deal on the market. Four wings. Yeah, buy five, you get 10. You buy 15, you get 20. It's a buy one, get one, bone in or boneless. You can also go on Saturday, get their grid iron special for only $24.99. A sampler platter of epic proportions to enjoy with your family, whether you're watching football, basketball, or baseball, or any major sports or wrestling. Uh, be sure to check them out. Dozens of screens, great place to eat, and that's right. Big City Wings, find the nearest location to you. Houston's Wing Joint, Apollo's Wing Joint, one time. Let's get ready to go home here. You can g give us a follow on Twitter at Summit, S-O-M-P-O-D. You can also follow us on Instagram at Summit State of Mind underscore pod. Follow our media company at Apollo NBA and at Apollo H-O-U. You can follow me on Twitter at Summit Commission. Follow my co-host and my brother, the GM, at JP underscore 
Mira Bueno. Shoutouts once again to the Apollo Podcast brethren that continue to kill the game. That's right. BTD, Beyond the Diamond Crown Jewel of Astros Podcast. Be sure to listen to them or give them your, your first listen for all Houston Astros content. Shoutouts to Off the Gridiron who just extended Bobby Slowick to a contract on the offensive coordinator. Uh, at Apollo Texans. Be sure to give them your first listen for all Houston Texans content. And once again, we'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making us your first listen for all Houston Rockets content. Be sure to super kick that subscribe button one time at Apollo HOU on our YouTube channel so you can join in for one of our uh, fantastic episodes like these the second that they come out. Be sure to kick that like, super kick the subscribe button, super kick the like on our video here so you can basically let us know that you like this and you want us to keep going so we appreciate each and every one of y'all for continuing to support us uh from episode one all the way to episode 205 wow so 205 episodes in thank you so much and i'm gonna get ready to go home here as my producer gives me the go home cue here with my usual sentiment to end every episode go summit go apollo rockets Take out the Pelicans. Go Rockets. Oh, watch basketball. Yeet. The Summit. Four, four, four.